I am writing a section right now for the women's course on romance. Romance is actually uh, one of my favorite subjects, <laughs> believe it or not. Those of you who follow my work, I don't know if you knew that about Omar Pani. He's a big romantic. To me, romance between, again, I'm going to keep to, it can be between any two people, any two people who are on a great ride together. So uh, don't think it is specific to man-woman, but man-woman is kind of my corner of the shop. It's what I'm interested in. So I'll just frame it in that context, but it can be extrapolated to any relationship, even a relationship that is not necessarily physical or erotic. There have been great romances between two people. It, it would be appropriate to call their journey together a great romance. But coming back to intimate relationships, I feel romance is actually an exquisite entry point into kind of separating the wheat from the shaft in the heart center. Romance is actually a great lens through which to perceive and analyze whether somebody's love is mature or immature whether somebody's love is heading to bigger horizons or whether it is still infantile and stuck in uh, soothing. It is still stuck in uh, trying to get from the lover the soothing and the safety one did not get from the parents. And that's pretty much how I would uh, personally define the two categories, the two directions of love. One form of love is infantile. And again, infantile, I'm not trying to be uh, belittling. We all go through that phase. I've gone through my own phase. Every human being has to go through individuation from their mother, from their father to grow up, to grow up from infantile love and all its tenderness and all its wounding. And to reach a next level of love, which is a whole other kind of adventure. It is not anchored in filling the holes of one's childhood. I would love it if uh, people in general, certainly anybody who's taking my course, can, can incorporate this very simple distinction, this demarcation in their system. Is the love I am seeking still trying to fill the holes from the pain of my childhood? Or is that work complete? And now the love that I am seeking, it is truly pointing in some other direction. It is not pointing, I would say, downwards. So downwards is kind of correct as far as the chakra system goes. Uh, and then we are at the then this, this particular conversation is a bit of exposure therapy that one way to truly burn up the last remnants of the childhood issues, the imperfection of childhood love, is to simply burn in heart energies and not do anything about it. It is the equivalent 
of somebody who is afraid of heights, walking up to the edge of a balcony, holding on to that rail with dear life, but managing to stay there and say, I'm safe, I'm safe, I am safe, I am safe, even though they're trembling inside. It's like the final stage. There may, there may have been previous stages where they were not even able to think about looking over a balcony. At that stage, maybe other work needs to be done. Maybe you do need parent-child scenes. You need to write letters to your parents. You need to have conversations with your parents, living or dead. You need to do your work and doing that release work. But I see a lot of us at this stage kind of being in that threshold, at that threshold where we have done enough work on the pain of childhood, on the incompletion of childhood love, on the deficiency of childhood love and safety. And we are ready for a new romance. We are ready for love to become something else now. And I think that is a very exciting place to be. That to me is the opens up the possibility of true romance. Before that, I wouldn't call it romance. I would just call it uh, whatever you want to call it. We just we are repeating the pain of the past and we are trying to resolve it. We don't have to uh, glamorize it nor demean it. It is what it is. Pain needs processing. The pain needs answers. And we are prone to repeating the patterns of the past because we are kind of still in that simulation. Which is fine for what it is. We all have to go through that stage as well. But if you feel you have gone through that stage, then it is wonderful to start bringing some awareness into this process. Awareness into what is it you're seeking from a partner? What is it that you're seeking from a relationship? Right. And I feel we're having this conversation in our culture through multiple lenses. People are very uh, informed these days about attachment theory, which I think is a great, great lens to study, to understand ourselves. And what I'm saying here very much connects, at least from my understanding, it connects to very much the conversation on secure attachment, insecure attachment, uh, being anxious about your connections and so forth, or panicked that you're going to be absorbed. These are all things that we are still trying to grapple with that happened in our childhood. where We were either abandoned or we were absorbed. We didn't like it. And we are still trying to resolve it and figure it out on how to be with people and what is it exactly that we want from other people. But being in this energy is ultimately very, it's not great. It is not great. Uh, the it, It's a low orbit energy. There's a lot of pain in it. There's almost very difficult to participate in it without at least generating some additional pain. It's like a pain game. So like they say, hurt people, hurt people. This is a game for hurt people, and part of their process will be hurting each other. So we stay in these hurt cycles, and maybe the pain is a motivator, that this isn't exactly where you want to spend the rest of eternity. So why don't you try and find a way out of it? Stop receiving pain, stop giving pain. Is there nothing else possible? And the answer is there is. Romance, adventure believe it or not, I think is very possible between any two partners, certainly in a man and woman relationship. But 
it would be to sound a little spiritually snooty, that adventure is available to people who have grown up in their heart centers a little bit. It is not available to infants. It is not available to people, I will include myself in that, to anybody while they are still, their energies are still pointing downwards towards childhood wounding. Because that takes precedence, it takes priority. Right. It is the equivalent of saying there are superlative experiences possible out there of soaring in the sky. You could fly in an airplane. You could jump out of an airplane. You could go hang gliding. But my son, to have any of those experiences, you first need to get over your fear of heights. Sorry if that sounds judgmental. It's just necessary. It isn't, you won't be able to enjoy it. You will pass out. You will throw up if you have a morbid fear of heights and somebody tries to throw you out of an airplane. It won't be a positive experience for you. Why? Because the preliminary work for it hasn't been done. And the preliminary work is significant. You should try and grapple with your fear of heights. You should grapple with your childhood wounding. Absolutely. You should go in sequence. And together, I think part of the sequence is, oh, I think I've done enough work. I'm ready for a leap. Where is the leap? Uh, what are the final stages of exiting this wounding? And I think one of the final stages is you will change your style of love. Your style of love will change. Right? <clears throat> Once again, this is why I love the the chakra system because i really think it really maps out this journey for us so i've been the more i've been thinking about this the more i keep thinking about a wonderful talk osho gave i don't i don't even remember where and you know what which book or which sequence it was in but he talked about in a talk on the nature of love and i'm paraphrasing widely it's been years since i heard his talk so it's probably mixed in with my ideas and whatever else so anyway so, but he kind of painted this picture. He he made the point that people, many traditions believe God is love. They will make this statement, right? I think Jesus made this statement. Sufis will say God is love. And he said, as all things in spirit in spiritual articulation, it is true and it is false because nothing nothing can be perfectly articulated, right? And so this is how he explained it again. This is I'm I'm just paraphrasing after years of hearing and absorbing this. He said, it isn't so much that God is love, but again, he also pointed out the chakra system. It says, it's the first place in our system where we encounter God. The heart chakra is the first place where we encounter God energy. And that God energy in the heart center registers our experience of it and our name for it is love. And he says, this is why the heart center is, is perfectly in the middle. What is below the heart center is the animal self, anchored in survival and fear. And it just needs to exist. It needs to take care of itself. Otherwise, it will not have physical existence. And so all the survival fears come in here. Everything we do to survive. The, the light and the dark of it, right? And then at the heart center, something opens up a bit more. We are not as 
fearful. We have we have worked our way up from survival to a degree where our system opens up a bit, and in there we feel a connection to something bigger than ourselves. We encounter God's love. So it says that is the reason why uh, oftentimes this this experience happens. That my experience of God was an experience of love. It's a, he says it's, that's a heart chakra activation. It isn't. It is a beautiful activation, but it isn't the only one because you can have activations at other centers, and then your experience of God will be presence, just simple, clean presence. There isn't even any love there. Buddha didn't really talk much about love, right? He didn't talk that much about love at all. He talked about presence, correct action, right? So it's very interesting. Not every path is a heart path. So now what's the point of this? What am I getting at? I'm getting at, I'm saying this is a very useful model to have, that heart is the meeting point. And in a way, the heart energies are split. Heart energies can go downwards and heart energies can go upwards. They are very they have two choice, two pathways they can they can follow. And they do follow both of them. And I think in between there is a switch. And in that switch is the possibility of a great romance. Right, the downward going energies are simply going to childhood. Uh, why? Because love in the lower three chakras was intimately connected to, almost fused with survival. Love for an infant is fused in survival. If your parent does not love you as, as an infant, you will die. If your parent doesn't care for you, if you're an infant, you will die. If your parent feels no love for you, feels no pull towards you, feels, does not feel you're precious, you will die. If you call to your parent and nobody ever comes, you will die. If your parent prefers another child over you, you might die. Certainly, you won't get the best of them. Right? And all we've got to trade with while infants, and we have a very long infancy as human beings, is the baby just looking googly-eyed at the parent and smiling and the parent going, oh my God, I would take a bullet for this little thing. That's our only currency. The love of the parent is absolutely equivalent to our survival in this world. Love equals survival. No love means we are fucked. We're going to die. Now, this is a very, <laughs> very strong programming. If I have love, I live. If I don't have love, I die. But it is anchored in an infant's reality before we can fend for ourselves. Right, because as a grown-up, that doesn't apply. If somebody doesn't love you, you actually won't die. If you profess your love to somebody and they refuse your love, you won't die. If somebody abandons you, you won't die. You're a grown-up. You have resources. You'll live. You'll figure it out. You're not an infant, but as an infant, survival and love are fused. Right. So this is a very 
uh, strong glue of our infancy that we need to kind of <laughs> separate and grow out of because these fears are real. They are, they are death fears. Our love is connected to death fear, the immature love, the downward pointing love that is pointing towards the first chakra, the root chakra. It is glued to survival fear. And ain't no romance possible in survival fear. This is why most people have had not a single true romance in their life. I'm sorry if I sound like a shithead saying that. But as long as we are stuck in using other people, getting into a relationship to still negotiate this fucking glue of love equals survival and all the ways I did not get love and my fear of survival got triggered and I'm still traumatized from it, there is no romance possible in this stage. The romance is when you have when you are able to jump out of the airplane and go woohoo. Yeah, and I am a huge stand for romance. Our true stories are built on that, right? Even the good romances the writers are able to give to you. They are built between two people who are no longer infants in their heart energies. They are two grown-ups. They are two grown-ups who know, who are great adventurers independently. Right? Examine any story. There are, too, not, there are not too many romances left. There's Most of what's out there in media is like just such uh, defensiveness against any kind of man-woman bonding. But like even watch a show like romantic show like Outlander. They are both independent. They are both adventurers. They have both had independent adventures and they are seeking each other because they feel together there are even more adventures possible. And that can make for a great romance. That can make for two people not only having unprecedented fun, unprecedented fun together. They will, they will take journeys they, they themselves could not have predicted. They will truly have an adventure. And people like that often end up contributing a lot to society because their energies turn outwards. They are no longer in and down. Me, my issue, my childhood. Help me resolve the incomplete love I got from my parents. Graduate from that to the next stage. Great romance awaits you.